thank you for returning to my HSB moment. My name is Ariama Lula. I am the creator of this podcast, um, this imperfect little podcast about being a highly sensitive person in journalism. And I, <laughs> I like... I'm recording this podcast and don't even know where to begin because I'm just so happy that the year is almost over. I know I can't be the only one. Um, I currently reside in Tbilisi, Georgia, and uh, a lot of my family and friends um, and just people who I've known for a very long time, um, including my communities, are stateside um and so a lot of them are asleep right now um but i'm wide awake it's 10:33 in the morning here um it's extremely foggy outside i wish that i uh, could could show you an image of um what my immediate surroundings look like um it's a typical it's a typical late winter day. Um, there's not that many people on the streets. Tbilisi um, and Georgia in general is interesting because a lot of people I've noticed don't really get started with their days and um, are not outside until I would say the late morning. Uh, so maybe around this time. I've been up for the past three to four hours and I have been getting good sleep which is really important for me um I mean sleep hygiene is something that I have struggled with and I still do sometimes so I'm grateful for that as well I'm grateful that I have been sleeping a lot better um during the holiday season and I'm also grateful for you. I have not fully released this uh, passion project to the world. And what I mean by that is I have not put any marketing, um, any real marketing or promotion behind this podcast. So the people who have tuned in, I, I can see you. I can see where you're tuning in from and... Uh, Anchor also gives me uh, some other data points that are really interesting. (laughs) So apparently uh, a lot more of my listeners so far are male than female. And a small percentage uh, identifies non-binary. So welcome to you all. I'm so grateful that you're here. And I I created this podcast uh, to be free really, uh, to be free to express things that are on my mind. Uh, As a highly sensitive person, that happens a lot. Uh, There's usually a lot on my mind. And it's also an invitation for readers, um, to listeners, to learn about life as a highly sensitive person, um, or in other words, a person with a sensitive nervous system was deeply affected uh, by the world around us. I'm always affected by my immediate surroundings, hence why I noted that it's a really uh, foggy day 
because one of the things that I love about the apartment that I'm currently occupying is that I can step out on my balcony uh, every day and uh, look at the mountains and look at the hills. And I wasn't actually able to see that uh, for the first few hours this morning. So, yeah, I, I have been doing a lot of unlearning and rebuilding for this entire year. This was uh, my first year as a working journalist, specifically a non-traditional journalist. It's important that I state that because the world still hasn't really caught up to my definition of what a journalist is and what a journalist um, hopefully, you know, what any journalist would hopefully live up to, which is doing work that is mission oriented and that is a service to people um, so that their lives are improved by the information that we provide for them. And there is no, there should be no condition to what that information looks like. So I call myself a non-traditional journalist also in the sense that I am not married to one medium of distributing and um, transmuting information to the masses. I believe that podcasts um, are really effective means for getting information out that can help people live better lives. And I've done some some really fantastic work this year. I moved to Tbilisi, Georgia right before World Health Organization declared uh, the coronavirus uh, an official pandemic. And I worked for a startup organization. Um, I would call myself being a promoter, essentially. I was, I was promoting the work uh, that was coming out of this organization. So be that you know, tracking the impact of the stories and investigations that were being done in-house and by freelancers, and also reaching out to other journalism startups and organizations that would be interested in co-publishing our work. Um, and then just doing, you know, I would say a, a, a really grand um big picture task uh that was that was great you know for someone with who loves details such as myself so that was doing narrative grant reports and that was a a really special component of the job because it's something that I had never done before I didn't I didn't even know what it was um was not something that I was taught in school or uh was um asked to do in any of the internships and fellowships uh, that I've done over the years. So that was a bit about what I was doing earlier this year. And thankfully, uh, during the second half, closer to uh, the final quarter of the year, so August until present, I began working with an independent journalist as a freelance uh, researcher. And that work 
is also very similar to the work that I was doing earlier this year with my previous organization and that I was amplifying and promoting what news organizations uh, in the States this time have been doing for their communities. Um, and the work is just wonderful. I encourage you to to look into it. It's um, 19 newsrooms that have received funding through the Racial Equity and Journalism Fund at Borealis Philanthropy. So uh, this is a portfolio of newsrooms that have received millions of dollars from this philanthropy organization that would love to live in a world where, where the status quo is no longer so. And doing this work, researching uh, what the organizations have been up to, looking into their investigations and how that's impacting their community. So absolutely tracking some of the impact there, um, but also just highlighting um, their partnerships, their collaborations, how they've been making splashes in the journalism industry, um, any interviews that they've um, been a part of, any awards and recognition that they've um, received as a result of their work, as a result of just them engaging their communities. And I'll drop a link to learn more about the fund as well as the organizations and their mission. But I really enjoy doing this work because it has allowed me to see a different path for myself um, in journalism. So it's, I mean, it's, it's wonderful because I'm essentially waiting for life to reveal what it wants to me and then I'm responding to it according to my heart's desire and it's it's a it's a steady freelance gig and if you know anything about freelancing if you work in journalism as well you probably do that the pay isn't as high as it would be if you let's say were the editor-in-chief of an organization um, or had a senior management position. But this is the type of work that I need to be doing right now, given everything that has happened this year, given all of the earthquakes. Um, and I mean this, um, I mean this in, in the sense of trauma, because um, natural disasters uh Experiencing natural disasters um, are a traumatic experience. Um, undergoing that is a traumatic experience. And a lot of what we witnessed and, and dealt with this year was, was traumatic as well. So I mean that, um, you know, in the physical sense and in the metaphorical sense, considering all the earthquakes um, and all the changes um, and the uprisings and uh, the inequality that we have seen and experienced and felt and talked about um, day in and day out this year, I know that this is the work that I need to be doing. It's important for people like myself um, who have, you know, this scientific personality trait of being a highly sensitive person 
to do work that is satisfying, that is fulfilling. Um, because that's what I deserve. Um, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not easy to describe my work history, um, be it as a college student, as an intern, as a fellow, as, you know, a recent, um, impact editor, um, which is a, it's a title that I love and it's actually a title that I had heard about before um, stepping into that role with uh, my previous employer. Um, but it's, it's not always easy to, you know, describe the work that I do and explain these things to friends and family and, and community members, um, which is why I'm, just why I feel very passionately about um, non-traditional uh, work in journalism. There are a lot of communities as well that support uh, this type of of journalism and this type of uh, mindset and mentality. Um, and so if you're interested in that, I'll also uh, drop a few links um, in the podcast episode. And I'm really excited to continue to exercise my voice and to express how how my personality can how my personality traits specifically um being highly sensitive um and having a and being deeply affected um and being hypersensitive to to my immediate surroundings um which very much includes the work that I do in journalism um with you all in the new year um I know that this is a project that, you know, it's going to require um, breath. It's going to require energy. It's going to require water. It's going to require some tact uh, as well. But I simply am, am sharing this to not only be more grounded with myself and where I'm heading, as a leader in this industry, as um, a young journalist, um, a proud journalist, a a designer of of my world, um, a citizen, a global citizen, a courageous, connected, and trusting world leader, um, I I just I want to to share that um, with you all as well as as to talk about what it is that I'm experiencing and feel grounded in myself. And so if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you will know that this podcast um, is imperfect by design. It's imperfect by choice. I do not come here with any, any scripts. Um, I am not rehearsing what I'm saying. I'm just speaking off the cuff and speaking from my heart. As that's, as that's something that I think uh, we need more of in the world. And I know that um, podcasts, you know, there's there's an abundance of podcasts now. It's, um, it's like everyone listens to podcasts now. And, you know, there is a lot of um, 
ingenuity behind podcasts and there's also a lot of work because just like a TV program, just like a radio program, just like an investigation, um, a a long form investigative uh, story, you know, a podcast is also a legitimate um, and, and maybe legitimate is not the best way not not the best wording but it is a legitimate type of journalism uh there are some you know impeccable uh work that's being done by journalists on podcasts um but this one right here my hsp moment is 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 very personal and and i'm just grateful that I'm able to do this. I'm grateful that Anchor um, has made it so easy to where creators like myself can can create something like this um, in less than less than 60, 30, 20 minutes. Um, so I appreciate you for being here and I you know again want to mention that this was a really tough year and if you're listening to this, know that you are loved and and supported. Um, you are looked after. You are protected by, by the universe, by God, by your community, by whomever you believe um, is protecting you. Um, and I wish you great love, success, and health in the new year.